This is Joe Burns. And Chad P. Hey, thanks for listening to the Rock School Podcast. We think you'll learn something. Now remember, if you want to hear the show with all the music in place, go to kslu.org and stream the show live Thursdays at 5. And Sundays at 4. It's a new show every week. Now enjoy this week's Rock School radio show. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. It's time for school. Rock School with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. According to this, he paces very, very well. <laughs> hey. So I'd, I'd like to be part of that. And Chad P. Just just FYI. What's that? You never make references to time for a drum with a drummer. Oh, don't tell you, them they're late. Don't tell them they're late. Right. Don't tell them they're okay. behind or anything yeah. like that. It's just bad. Yeah, can you guys count to four? Class is in. This is Rock School on the Rock School Radio Network. Uh, My name is Joe Burns, a professor in the Communication Department, Southeastern Louisiana University. And remember, for your convenience today, the show will be performed in Opum Gondam style. Sitting in my immediate left is Chad Pierce, who is right now. I got to tell you not to do that joke. (laughs) You know, I I always give it a shot. Uh, I'm concerned because uh, there's normally two of us in the studio. Mm -hmm. Who's that? Well, I'll tell you who that is. Who is is that? I did not approve this. You don't have to approve it. I'll tell you, it's 50%. My show, brother. <laughs> Who's that? That is my good friend Craig Oser. Yeah, a very experienced drummer. Since ah. we're talking about drummers today, uh. so I invited him to come in and kind of throw in his two cents. Very experienced drummer, Craig. Show him what you can do. Ah, uh, thank see? you. Didn't I tell you? Ah, uh, see, right you're not the only one that can beat on That's the table. Right. You there? So I'm, uh, so I'm sandwich cookied between two drummers. Oh yes, today. sir. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Be afraid. Well, Be very me... afraid. Yeah, I'm already concerned. I'm afraid every day I walk into the studio. <laughs> Let me tell you the topic, since uh, Chad has already tipped that we're talking about drummers. There is a website out there, and you should go to see it because it's just flat-out fun. It's called Celebrity Net Worth. If you've ever wondered how much money the celebrity you like, and it's not just music celebrities. They cover all kinds of celebrities. Celebrity Net Worth will tell you, to the best of their ability, how much your celebrity du jour is worth how much money they actually can pull out of a bank account and then if you take their house into account and their cars into account how much the person is actually worth sure what's their value right Mm -hmm. and every so often they will create a list there was a list of the 100 richest guitarists but if i'd have done that chad probably would have revolted and killed me however they had a list of the 30 richest drummers yeah they did in the world Mm -hmm. and I thought that would be a fairly decent show because we don't do enough drum shows and Chad gets upset over that. So well, for once, I agree with everything you right. just said. Especially the Opum Gundam style. Oh, shut up. We start with number 30. And what's really weird is that number 30 has a net worth of $8.5 million. Yeah. Number one has a net worth of $300 million. See? So there's a discrepancy between number one and number three. That means there's some cash in uh, that right. talent. And we're going to talk uh, throughout this list. Where did these people get their money? Because it's real easy just to, you know, here's the list, here's the guy, and gosh, he's a great drummer. Blah, blah, blah. But I went and I looked and tried to figure out, especially on some of the larger ones, 
where did you get your money? <laughs> because you can see where Mick Fleetwood gets his money. He wrote a couple songs for Fleetwood Mac. He's number 30, by the way, Mick yep. Fleetwood. Uh, co-wrote The Chain and obviously gets a great deal of, of money for touring with Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Okay, so $8.5 It's Fleetwood Mac. They're mm-hmm. one of the most popular. I'll buy it. Yep. He's not an author. If he was one of the authors of all of the music, he would be getting royalties from Radio Airplay and all that, and 8.5 would make me go, no, come on, he's worth a lot more than that. Yeah, it's more than just the fact that, oh, that's a drummer for Fleetwood Mac, $8.5 Oh, okay. Right. No, yeah, he actually can... puts a lot into that. I mean, right. you know. You can it's... see where the $8.5 million came exactly. from. Exactly. But when you get up to number one, two, three, four, we're talking $200 million, $225 Where did it come from? So... Mick Fleetwood makes kind of sense. So, we didn't let Craig talk at all. Craig, <laughs> Craig you're going to have to learn, man. You have no choice. you got to stick your Just nose jump inside. In jump in and make Just it jump yeah, in. you got to. So, let's play Mick Fleetwood. This is called Tusk. It's about as much a drum song as you can get out of Fleetwood Mac. Sounds like this. Rock school. Mick Fleetwood uh, here on Rock School, number 30 on the list of the richest drummers in the world. Now, he's worth $8.5 million. Mm-hmm. Here comes number 29, worth $15 million. Yeah, this is probably the shocker of the entire list. Yeah, when, all the way down to the bottom. When you yeah. sent the list to me, the author even put a little note that, yes, this person is on the list. When I sent the list to Craig, and Craig, Craig emailed me back and went, he's on right, the list. That's right. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that he's got this much money. At number exactly. 29, Stephen Adler of Guns N' Roses. The original drummer for Guns right. N' Roses. $15 million. Mm-hmm. Now, how is he there? How does he have more money than Mick Fleetwood? It's the concept of royalties. He was the drummer on Appetite for Destruction and GNR Live. Yes, they kicked him out before they went into the studio to do Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. We always right. make the joke on the show, how messed up do you have to right. be to get kicked out of Guns N' Roses? But he <laughs> did it. it. There are two kinds of royalties. Author royalties, as in you authored the song. Sure. And then mechanical royalties, as in I performed on the song. Yep. Okay. If you are getting only mechanical royalties, it's the concept of you've played on the song, here's your money, go away. Mm -hmm. And you'll get paid then if you're on tour. Great. If the song gets played on the radio, you do not receive mechanical royalties. You don't get paid for just being a performer on the song. If you are an author of the song, you get royalties when it plays on the radio. Well, going back to McFleetwood, he is not an author on a lot of the songs by Fleetwood Mac. However, Stephen Adler is. Really? Well, I don't know whether he is or not. It just says on both GNR Lies and Appetite for Destruction, all songs by Guns N' Roses. Right. And Thus. Uh-huh. See, he doesn't... We looked at that. Right. Because we were trying to figure it out ourselves. We were like, oh, it must be royalties, because how many hits can you name just from Appetite for Destruction that right. still get radio play? Six. Right. Right. But that's not the case. And he picks up 
when, and when you those. look at the sleeve for the CD, it doesn't say, you know, lyrics by Rose slash and Adler. All songs, All songs by, by Guns N' Roses, Roses, which included Steven Adler at the time. Thus Therefore, the money comes in. And they say drummers are dumb. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you, but you know what's a shame, guys? Seriously, $15 million, and I bet that he is broke as a... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Most Easily. of it went up his nose Easily. or in his veins. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going on the list. Number 28 in the list of richest drummers, Questlove of The Roots, and he's a producer. That's where most of his comes from. He's also part of the in-house band for uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of his stuff comes 16 from. 16 million bucks. You got it. Number 27, and this is interesting, it's just simply because the band is so unbelievably popular. Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Yep. It's all mechanical royalties, mm-hmm. but it's it's it's, it's unbelievable. One of the best out he there is. Right now, he is. Well, he it, is one of the best out there. In my you can opinion. be the best. That's that's the thing about musicianship. Right now, there are musicians in little hovels in New York City that are easily better than the people who are making gajillions of dollars. Right. They just a weren't in the right place at the right time. Aren't playing music that people want. They're, you know, being the best is one thing. Mm-hmm. Being in the right place and knowing the right person is another thing. Well, Taylor Hawkins, sure. definitely very talented, but the majority of that money comes from all those Geico commercials that he makes. <laughs> Have you ever seen him? He looks like yeah. a caveman. He does. He does. He's number bad to 20, the bone, though. Number 26, Neil Peart. Now, Rush. i got to tell you, this one kind of shocked me because I expected Peart to be at the, closer to the top of the list. Uh, here's the thing about Rush, and this: a lot of people are going to go, no. Rush really is a cult band. Mm-hmm. Look at the Very much. in in terms of album sales, they do pretty well. But singles, nothing. Well, there's just no hits. You got to remember that we're talking about money right here. I understand. If if we were doing talent, then he'd be closer to the top of the You're list, right. right? You know. Absolutely. In fact, I right. believe the first time we did like some of the world's best drummers, they said, "Oh, who do you have after Neil Peart being number one?" <laughs> Yeah, but we're I not get talking it. about talent. I get it. We're talking about money. He's an author of books. He's got five nonfiction books. But in terms of royalties that would garner big, you know, Rush really is, you know, in in terms of think Fleetwood Mac, think Rush. Mm-hmm. Where's the money? It's in the hits. Yep. And Rush doesn't have, you know, well they have a lot of songs people know. You're right. But are they hits? Are they in the top ten? And that's where the money comes in. Mm-hmm. And now the ones we're going to play. Number 24, number 25, Mickey Hart, Bill Krutzman. Okay, go ahead there uh, over there, Mr. Craig. Yeah. Who are they the drummer for? Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead. Grateful yeah. Dead. And Which almost is, from the beginning. Right. And I'm I really confused why they're $5 million apart, too. <laughs> oh, why I, does they one are. have more than <laughs> the other? One's 25 and one's 30. I right. think Mickey Hart is higher because Mickey Hart has a, um, a foundation that deals with drumming, and I okay. think that's where it comes in. But I well, don't know sense. that for a fact. That I don't know sense. that for a fact. So, uh, Bill uh, Krutzman, I believe is how you say it, was with them from the beginning. Mickey Hart came in just afterwards. Both mm-hmm. of them have secondary secondary bands and such. Mm-hmm. They've just been in the band forever. And it's almost all mechanicals. Almost all mechanical royalties. So, here is The Grateful Dead. The music never stopped from the album Blues for Allah. Sounds like this, Rock School. There's mosquitoes on the river Fisher rising up like birds It's been hot for seven weeks now Too hot to even speak now Did you hear? All right, we're 
talking about the richest drummers in the world, according to the website Celebrity Net Worth. CelebrityNetWorth.com. Just go right. take a look at Started it. Started at eight and a half million, and we're already up to thirty million bucks. Right, thirty-five actually at number twenty-three. The drummer for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band and Conan O'Brien. Do it. Max Weinberg. Max Weinberg, mm-hmm. right. Uh, again, E Street Band, uh, band leader for Conan O'Brien. And in 1994, he released a, a large uh, conglomeration of music, I guess you'd call it, called Max Weinberg Presents Let There Be Drums, a three-volume set of CDs that highlighted drumming that Weinberg admired from the 1950s all through the 1970s. But other than that, it looks like it's all just from being, uh, you know, the drummer for the E Street Band. Yeah. And the boss is called the boss because he paid his people. They didn't share so much in in being, you know, being part of the band and share all the royalties. They were physically paid. That's right. By the boss. And according to this, he pays them very, very well. <laughs> hey. So I'd, I'd like to be part of that. I'd and like to be his roadie. I'd, so would <laughs> I. He cuts me a nice check. So That's would it. I. Uh, and the one we're going to play, number 22. Tico Torres. Uh, go ahead there, Craig. Who's Tico Torres? Bon Jovi. Yeah, Bon Jovi's bon drummer. Right. Now, he's been with Bon Jovi almost from the get-go. In fact, from the get-go, I believe. He did backing vocals on Born to Be My Baby and Love for Sale, which I think are both off of New Jersey. Which is, uh, which wasn't, wasn't New Jersey their first album? Believe so. You believe so? Okay. And if you want, you can also see his two side projects. He's an artist, you know, aren't they all? But (laughs) if you want, you can see his art. It's at walnutstreet.com. Spell that walnutst.com. He also has a fashion line for babies called Rockstar Baby. That sells baby clothing, strollers, soft toys, jewelry for a baby, and furniture, which you can go to see at rockstarbaby.com. Tico Torres does all that? Yeah. Well, how is that possible? He's a drummer. I thought he was supposed to be an idiot. I'm sure he has people doing it for him. Oh, is that what it is? is. Because Uh his net worth is $40 million. And again... He does not so much share in the royalties. The entire Bon Jovi corporation is overseen by Bon Jovi, Mm -hmm. and he pays his people. They are on salary. And again, he must pay them very well. (laughs) Let me ask you something right quick. I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Oh, God. Well, just the concept of, like you said, Stephen Adler gets these royalties because the songs are credited to the band. Yeah. Would you, as the band leader, make a decision? Because that would affect your royalties. If you wrote the song, let's say you and Craig and myself are in a three-piece band. You guys write the majority of the songs. What would I do? What would you do? No, it would be by the band. Would it be by the band? It would be by the band. Because you know that that would affect, ultimately, your royalties. I can tell you right up front. Van Halen decided to do it from the beginning because it was one less thing that would tear the band apart. See, I think that's exactly right. I think that's smart, and I think that's credible. Because, you know, obviously, Rose probably wrote the majority of those Guns N' Roses songs. But well, along with Slash for whatever reason, they decided to credit the entire band. And yeah. Yeah, they all have a, and they still had problems. Yeah, why <laughs> let money tear the band apart when egos will do it just fine? There you go. Right. Here is Bon Jovi, Born to Be My Baby. Backup vocals by Tico Torres. Here you go. Rock show. Oh, 
Okay, first break here on Rock School, and we're behind, so we're just going to list a few of them here. This is one that you wanted to play, and yeah. apparently you wanted to play it because he wanted to play a Danny Carey of Tool. Yeah, and a surprise, right. surprise, we're not playing it. Right. Great drummer, well, we just, it's in terms of time. <laughs> yeah, uh, $40 we couldn't, dollars. A, we couldn't find a, a Tool song under six minutes, but if you've ever <laughs> seen the guy, many of them, oh, man. God, he is a beast. Now, I'll tell you this. As talented as he is, yeah. I wouldn't want to sit down and have a conversation with no. him because he is... No. Out there? Oh, yeah. What? Number 20, Trey Cool is worth $45 million. Uh, now, he starts, he's the first one I found that actually sells drumsticks, mm-hmm. drums that are named after him. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that. He actually has a few uh, drum companies he recently bought, too. See, there you go. Trey See, now cool. we're starting to get into people that are doing a whole lot more with outside interests, which is throwing up the amount of money. Now, see, he's worth $45 million right. right now. But wait till the new album comes out that's named after him. So it'll shoot. There's actually three albums that are coming out. Oh, see, yeah, Uno, Dos, and Trey. There you go. Trey. Number 19, Rick Allen, the Thunder God of Def Leppard. He is worth $50 million. He also has a one-handed drum company that sells the kits that are equivalent to what he plays on stage. He sells sticks. He has uh, a lot of places that, that create for one-handed drummers. I didn't know there were that many one-handed drummers in the world, but it's it's making him rich. And that's good for him. Mil. That's good for him because oh, I, I mean, you know, it, it, it's 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 easy for him to turn into a punchline when you say like, "Oh, do you're a drummer, you only got one hand." Yeah, guess what? I take my one hand right. and I cash my big fat checks. That's right. right. Someone has to hold it while I sign it. Stop but, it. Yeah. <laughs> Number 18, Carter Beaufort, Buford. How do you pronounce it? Beaufort. Beaufort of Dave Matthews Band. I didn't find anything that he does outside of drumming for Dave Matthews. Drum videos. To be honest with you, is it drum videos that he does? Oh, yeah, he does a lot of those. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've ever heard that Dave Matthews wasn't on tour. <laughs> do they? Did any of them even own apartments? Why are you ever off tour? Right. Uh, Seventeen. John Fishman of uh, Fish. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't care for fish. You, yeah, know you that. hate fish. Uh, I don't hate them. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> fish is named after him. He plays in a moo-moo. Uh, sixty million bucks. Yeah, sixty million dollars. Fish is extremely popular. I play in a moo-moo for sixty million. That's right. I would play in bubble wrap for sixty million bucks. <laughs> uh, number sixteen. Bill Ward of Black Sabbath. It's all Black Sabbath. And when you look at every one of their albums. All songs by Black Sabbath. That's right. So he receives it through royalties. Mm-hmm. He's worth $65 million. We'll give you one more because uh, we need to keep cooking along. We're halfway through the list. Tommy Lee, Motley Crue, uh, he's worth $70 million. It's just a monstrously, monstrously popular band, plus top 10 hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, top 10 albums. Now, Nikki Six is the band's main songwriter, but Lee, if you look at all of the uh, songwriting credits, Lee is number two or number three well, on many of the hits. It's good that he's got some cash. He's sure. Pay those medical bills. Sure. <laughs> he's also with Methods of Mayhem. So that's where most of his stuff came from. Hello, Radio Universe of Dad Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana, where Dave Matthews Duplex is. That's right. That's where they stay. He's never at, Mm because he's always on tour. That's right. Get us on Facebook, search Rock School Radio Show, and like us. You really like us. Back in a minute with number 14 to get us to the bottom of the hour. That's cool. (laughs) 
All right, we're way over time. we got to do this very quickly. Number 14, worth $75 million, and you know exactly why this guy's worth $75 million. Nick Mason, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Not a question. You don't really have to say anything else. Well, he's he wrote so many, or at least helped write so many of their hits. The band has sold over 250 million units worldwide. He's also a producer, but for the most part, the money came from... Pink Floyd. He gets money every time somebody says Pink Floyd. <laughs> in fact, we That's just the said way Pink to get Floyd. Money. That's Say right. Pink Floyd. Say Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. There deposit you go. deposit in the bank is. account. Ka-ching. That's, that's right. In fact, that's how the beginning of the song Money comes around. That's People right. People just stood outside and said Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. and they recorded what happened. Here is Nick Mason and one of my favorites. This is from The Wall. This is Waiting for the Worms. Why would you play that one? Listen to it. It goes from slow to fast, soft to loud and uh, as a drummer uh, you know I don't I don't drum but I got to believe that's difficult to do to uh, keep a tempo that changes slow mm-hmm. fast soft hard and it goes from each each extreme to the other and I just thought it was a, a good representation of what the man could do here is Nick Mason on Rockstar Bottom of the hour, and we are way late. So let's uh, let's get cooking along hey, here. Hey Joe, my, Joe, what? Uh, just just FYI, what's that? You never make references to time for a drum with a drummer. Oh, don't tell you, them they're late. Don't tell them they're late. Don't tell them they're okay. behind or anything yeah. like that. It's just bad. Yeah. Can you guys count to four? Oh, and go ahead. Uh, use both hands. Four. Yeah. Use both hands. <laughs> Beat your. <laughs> tell Danny Carey that. Yeah, that's right. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Let's get the names out of the way. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Chad P. And you are. I'm Craig Oser. Seven days, seventy seconds. These dates: October eighth through October fourteenth. I believe Chad has Monday. Go. October eighth, two thousand four. It was announced that all the paperwork had been filed, and that Miss Britney Spears of Kentwood, Louisiana, was now a married woman. Yay! She married her backup dancer, some guy named Kevin Federline. Oh. October 9th, 1985, a two-and-a-half-acre memorial garden was dedicated in Central Park in the memory of John Lennon. Yoko Ono named it Strawberry Fields. October 10th, 1965, the Supremes make their first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. October 1, 1, 1969, Muddy Waters is seriously injured and three people were killed in a car accident near Chicago, Illinois. October 12th, 1997, John Denver is killed when a plane he was piloting crashes into Monterey Bay in California. He was 53 years old. October 13th, 1975. I know all about this. I went through the same surgery. Neil Young undergoes surgery to uh, remove a polyp from his vocal cords. It's unfun. You can't talk for two weeks straight. And October 14th, 1997. Kiss releases the classic Rock and Roll All Night. When did you have vocal cord surgery? I had it, uh, oh gosh, when I was still teaching in Pennsylvania. About so to say. Probably 16, 17 years ago. Yeah, because I've never known you to go two weeks without talking. Oh, it was awful. It really was. My wife, of course, got up every morning and danced and threw things at me, but other than that. Number 13 on the list of celebrity net worths, richest drummers around Alex yeah, Van Halen. important. $75 million. <laughs> the reason Alex has $75 million is because all songs by Van Halen. Yeah. No matter what happened. Now, Eddie and, and Sammy or Eddie and Dave were the main songwriters, mm-hmm. but... All songs Van Halen. Well, you know, when Eddie's writing these songs, he's not going to take the uh, royalty credits for himself. That's his brother. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Stuart Copeland is number 12 of the police, $80 million. Now, he would have a song on each police album, but I'm sure where he made most of his money was after they broke up. The guy wrote movie soundtracks to major 
you know, movies you would know. Talk Radio, Wall Street, uh, Raining Stones, Surviving the Game, Highlander 2. So he made a lot of money writing soundtracks. Yeah, well, he had some side projects, too. You remember Oysterhead? With uh, Les Claypool for Primus and Trey so, Anastasio. Yeah, there you go. You know, they, you go. He had that you know, don't don't think, oh, poor Stuart Copeland, you know, Sting went somewhere else. He <laughs> right. did quite well for himself. And the one we're going to play, Travis Barker of Blink-182. Not only is he a drummer, he founded a clothing company called Famous Stars and Straps in 1999, LaSalle Records in 2004. He also has DC Shoes and Zildjian Cymbals have go to co-designed products in his name, He's also got an arranging credit on all Blink-182 albums. Hoppus and DeLounge may very well have written the songs, but he's got an arranging credit. look, he's all over the place. Travis Mm -hmm. Barker, drumsticks. My brother was taking drum lessons, and he's like, I only want to play with Travis Barker drumsticks. I'm (laughs) like, it's just a drumstick with his name on it. I used to be the same way when I was in high school. It was was something that he did. He's everywhere. If if you've ever heard them live, Mark and Tom, they're just, you know, walking around making fart jokes. He plays them. And Travis is just playing. Well, he's got numerous revenue streams. And at the moment, according to Celebrity Net Worth, $85 million the man is worth. Which is why, you know, what can I spend my money on? More tattoos! (laughs) Just about to make a tattoo joke. He's got some of my money. There you go. It's Travis Barker. Second break here on Rock School as we talk about celebrity net worth and the top 30 richest drummers around. Here's number 10. We made it to the top 10. Chad Smith. Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell (laughs) of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 90 million. Yep. Now, he, along with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, is also in Chicken Foot. Mm -hmm. And Chad Smith's bombastic meat bats, uh, along with Glenn Hughes. But... He also has drumsticks for sale, but it's got to be just the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Chicken Foot sold pretty well. The first album went gold. The second album, I don't think, has gone gold yet. But it's got to be the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He has drumsticks for sale. Do you know of any other revenue stream that he has? No. That's got to be it. It it just has to be the fact that uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers has sold like crazy. And if you look at the albums, Smith is again listed. The royalties bring it in. Number nine of the richest uh, drummers, Joey Kramer of Aerosmith. Yeah, he is. Well, has 100 million. Uh, Again, he's he's an author. Story of uh, hitting rock bottom at the top. Uh, They've sold 150 million albums worldwide. Still touring. He has uh, coffee. He's selling coffee. It's called Mm -hmm. Rockin' and Roastin', Music Mm -hmm. to Your Lips. And he's got a a writing credit on some of them, but $100 million, it just has to be from the concept of selling the t-shirts yeah. and and touring I'll because tell you what. he's not on any of the, the 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 author royalties. Well, it'd take about 100 million dollars for me to sit in between Stephen and Joe fighting <laughs> all the time. It would, but it just seems high to me. 100 million dollars. I understand they've had hundreds and hundreds of hits, but he's not on any don't of hate, them. Don't hate, don't discriminate. I'm not saying it's because hating. your guys number 13 and my guys number 9. <laughs> don't do that. But how come my guy is on all the hits but is at 75 million? My guy is not, on all the He's been there from the beginning. Don't tell me he's not, not on all the hits. He's not listed as an author he, on the hits. Neither so is not, yours. Oh yes, he is. Huh? Alex Van Halen is listed on all the hits. The band. All song, Yes. All songs which means, by Van Halen. His, no, name, no, no. his last name happens to be Van Halen. It doesn't matter. He's nah. still receiving a quarter royalties. Nah. Yet Joey Kramer is not receiving royalties and is at $100 million. It just has to be that the the deal they have with their record company is just that much better. Mm-hmm. 
and, and the, the record company just sees Aerosmith as that much better of a deal. Or it could be that my guy's just better than your guy. I'm sure that's what it is. You think that's what it yeah. is? Sure. Uh, you live on you know a gumdrop house mm-hmm. on Lollipop Lane. Hey. Uh, who else is listening to us? Hello, KLSU. Thanks for running the radio show. Hello, WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. <laughs> don't you agree that my guy's better? Sure we do, Chad. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't make eye contact with him. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, here's number eight on Celebrity Net Worth's list of the 30 richest drummers worth $105 million. Mm -hmm. Roger Taylor from what band? Queen. Queen, right. Now, he, this band, always knocked themselves out who wrote what songs. They did not write as a band. They were always in competition with each other, and in this band, it worked. They, I mean, they liked each other right to the end. There was no giant ego problems with Queen. And Roger Taylor probably made a lot of his money because, uh, A, he was the mechanical royalties as well. He's the backup singer for the band and a lot of the vocals. I know Freddie Murky was this unbelievable singer. But watch any video of Queen singing. Roger Taylor is backup singing behind him the whole way. Yep. And even on record him singing mm-hmm. obviously he was the drummer but he also wrote radio gaga kind of magic the invisible man these are the days of our lives and i mean was really an integral part of the uh, part of the band so let's hear him roger taylor from the album sheer heart attack stone cold crazy some real fast stuff here on rock school Okay, it looks like we've got time to play two more songs, which means we've got to do the last seven drummers fast, fast, fast. Go ahead, Chad. Look at this right quick. What do you got? Do you see the jump between Roger Taylor at number eight and the guy at number seven? It goes from 105 million to 150. Right. It's it's really a jump. And again, quite a number. And again, uh, it, it has to do with how you're listed in terms of when the hits come out, you make money off of radio airplay. Yep, yep. Who's number seven? Larry Mullen Jr. of U2. That's right. And if you look at every one of their albums, lyrics by Bono, Mm -hmm. music by U2. Yep. So a third of the music royalties go to Larry Mullen. And they have sold 150 million albums worldwide. Take that along with the touring royalties and all of the stuff t-shirts and all of that and you get larry mullen at 150 million dollars charlie watts is at number six stones, drummer for yeah. the yeah the, rolling, the stones. rolling stones not only does he have you know stones drumming cred but he also studs arabian horses that'll make you some money right yeah, there i gotta believe that's gonna <laughs> that's be where the money's at right coin. now he also owns a percentage of the rolling stones corporate entities so I have to believe that, you know, anytime you want to use the Stones logo and what have you, some money comes to him. I got to believe there's coin in that. Who's number five, Chad? Lars Ulrich. Boo. Yeah, Metallica. Boo. <laughs> you don't like him? No. No, you don't? Well, he's got $175 million, but how much of that was stolen by Napster? Well, he and Hetfield are generally the author of just about everything Metallica has done. Hetfield is the lyrics author, and Lars Ulrich is the music along with various members. Sometimes it's this guy, sometimes it's that guy. 100 million albums worldwide. He also sells a lot of Lars Ulrich stuff made by Tama. Mm-hmm. Tama does that. Number four, Don Henley, the Eagles. 
you know, again, it's 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 money off of radio airplay. He and and Don Henley have written some of the greatest songs in history that will be played, you know, hundreds of years after they're dead. Right. It, so well, you're starting to get into some bands that have just like a gajunga of hits. Not that the, any of the people yeah. you know earlier didn't, but these guys are very it's popular and more sure. prominent than these guys do. Right, sure. right. Number three, Dave Grohl. Yeah, two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. This guy's uh, worth, and it's simply the concept of with Nirvana. And yes, Dave Grohl is listed as author on a good mm-hmm. many Nirvana songs, especially Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yep. Go look it up. Uh, them Crooked Vultures, Queens of the Stone Age, how many other you know secondary bands has he played with? Uh, he is the author of almost all of his own stuff, 200 million albums total. It's almost all pure revenue streams right to yep. Dave Grohl. Guy wakes up and makes money. That's it. it. Exactly. <laughs> and the one we're going to play, Phil Collins. Yeah. Unbelievable careers. Two unbelievable career paths. Golden Globes, Academy Awards, uh, producer for Adam Ant, ABBA, Philip Bailey, Eric Clapton. He's one of the top 20 richest people in Britain. Quarter of a million dollars. Guys. Unbelievable. I mean, he is worth a couple of pennies. Yeah, $250 million. Here is Phil Collins. Uh, this one specifically asked for by Chad. Right here Final break. We got to do it quick. Phil Collins was number two with two hundred and fifty. Yeah. We started at eight and a half million dollars, right? And number two is two fifty. It has to do with revenue streams. It's Ringo Starr, obviously. Yeah, makes all the sense in the world. I, you know, I do. I even have to go through it. The only neat little thing about him. When the Beatles broke and went solo, he was the first Beatle to have back-to-back number one hits. You would think, you know, oh, Ringo's not going to have anything. Well, yeah, he was, man. <laughs> well, I was Had a lot of it, hits. Just not in that accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First to have back-to-back number ones. If you want to impress your friends, they were Photograph and you were 16. It, and it's absurd. You're, you're talking with Paul McCartney pushing a billion. Mm-hmm. And this is also with the British government taking what was it one for you 19 for me something like that yeah, yeah. out mm-hmm. of every 20 dollars they mm-hmm. took 19 or 20 pounds they took 19 that's absurd <laughs> i mean just go ahead and print it in your basement that's number one if you'd like to see more lists celebritynetworth.com and on drums ringo star i'm joe burns i'm chad b i'm craig oser and that wraps it up class is dismissed